Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh. You've tuned in to Keys to Your Best Life. And today I have an amazing woman of God with me. I've been wanting to have her on here for a very long time. We've been Facebook friends for I don't know how many years, but she <laughs> is yeah. my sister here, Michelle Davenport. She is an author, speaker, minister. Uh, you can go in the chat stream, read her bio and check it out in the comments. But she's just an amazing woman of God and the host of Vertical Hope. Now, I love the name of that, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I do too. I do too. God gave that to me. I share with them because you have shared with me how you got the name for that show. And I just think it's the coolest thing ever. So share with the audience how the Lord led you to name that. Absolutely. Yeah. I was reading in Exodus, I believe, where Moses had killed the Egyptian and the word of God said he looked to and fro. He looked this way and that way, but he didn't look vertical. And the Lord just told me, Michelle, I want you to start making vertical hope videos and start pointing people to me. And that was about 10 years ago. And there was a lot of political stuff going on on the on the Facebook. That's where I started all of that. And the Lord just said, I want you to sow seeds of hope, vertical hope in my through my name and my word and i've been doing it ever since and now it's turned into a show but yes that's all started on facebook Isn't so that awesome. something? i absolutely love the fact that no matter where we're at we can encourage and inspire the body that's the good thing about social media there's a lot of bad stuff but there's some good stuff out there, there as is. well Right. Amen. Amen. I get on there. I get, I say the good stuff and then I just jump right off. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know? And I think that that's how it should be as us as, as content contributors, that we should be contributing hope and healing and restoration and all of the things that people need to hear. Cause gosh knows that there is enough people out there uh, with the gloom and doom and the, and the fear porn and the constant heaviness yes. and all yes. of that. And I think that whenever, you know, people are scrolling through and they see someone like you, that's full of the spirit and just loving and, and bubbly <laughs> and always so happy and stuff. I just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it helps us. It really yeah. does. We need that. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. That's for Amen. sure. Yeah, just Amen. impart that vertical hope in this horizontal world is what I'm called to do. Amen. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that you said yes to the call. So you have quite the testimony and I know you've written several books and things like that. Uh, but I know because of the fact that we have been through similar traumas and mm -hmm. now God is taking our pain and made a purpose out of it and allowed us to help other people. Do you want to go into any of that today? Do you want to give a little brief synopsis of your testimony or? Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, when I was, uh, when I was four years old, uh, my mom and dad had, I get into a divorce. They, they started out well, but how, you know, the saying, it doesn't matter how, how you start out, it's how you end. And they started out well in their marriage, but then they started getting into alcohol and smoking pot and they ended up uh, cheating on each other. And that just led to a divorce. My dad was very violent. He was in the biggest gang in Corpus Christi. Um, he ended up in prison, but before he did all that, he, he, my mom moved out, moves me out and my brother, my brother was staying with the uncle and my dad came over. He was furious that they were getting a divorce. They kicked the door in. He got me out of bed when I was four years old. That's how my book starts. That's my first memory of my dad. And he put me in, in between the kitchen and the dining room and he sat me down and he had me watch him beat and rape my mother almost to death. And that is one of my first memories. And from there, my mom just, um, uh, made a, she was a good woman that made uh, several bad choices in her life. And from there, she just ended up marrying another guy that was in a band member and he ended up shooting her foot. And then she married a really good man 
and his name was Gilbert. And I'll never forget him. We had the best childhood, me and my brother, like I think five years we were with him. Uh, we lived in Pasadena, Texas. He he did uh, motocross in the Astrodome back in the day. He did the, the derby cars, you know, fix them up and race them in the derby. We went hunt. Well, I didn't go hunting, but we went camping. We had seven motorcycles. I learned how to ride jerk bikes. I own three um, dirt bikes of my own. It was just the greatest five years. And you know what? God's so gracious. He's so gracious because he gave me those five years. You know, mm -hmm. he gave me those five years with such a special uh, dad. And then he ended up dying on the Galveston Bay wall. He was driving in a dune buggy. He was drinking uh, too much and came close to the end of the Galveston Bay wall. And he was, and he tried to turn his dune buggy and he flipped it. And of course, immediately, you know, he died. And after that, my mother just continued to make so many bad decisions on men just trying to fulfill that void instead of allowing God in there to fulfill that need and that void of that loneliness and that pain. She started doing more drugs and, and got married a couple of more times. And then she ended up with a drug dealer and um, where he ended up shooting at us. This My whole book is being made into a movie. So it's just like stuff you wouldn't even believe, but I'm trying to just give you the synopsis. Um, Right at, okay, hang on. Let me back up just a little bit. Right after my dad died, she married another man. And then I ended up going to Astroworld with some friends at 11 years old. Back then, you just dropped you off. And I don't know if it was safe, but that's what they did back then. Right. I ended up getting molested at the amusement park for hours after it had closed by a man that had done this many, many times. Uh, he did end up going to prison. And then she married another man and then the drug dealer. Um, he held us hostage in the house because he lost drug money. He, my mom would try to leave him. He would, we would move into an apartment. He would like, we moved uh, by the bowling alley and he would sit uh, behind the wall of the bowling alley and shoot at us, shoot the car, shoot at us as we were trying to come and go and out of the apartment. Um, my mother ended up being a heroin addict. She ended up, I came home from school one day. She ended up, the drug dealers broke in because they didn't pay the money and they beat her severely, burnt 40 holes of cigarette burns in her chest, shot off her little her baby tip of her finger, raped her, beat her with a baseball bat. It was horrific. The whole story is long and I don't, you know, I don't want to go all into it, but it is, I came home to the house that was just, as, it looked like somebody was just brutally murdered. It was just nothing but blood everywhere. And at that just so happens I had a friend come home with me that day. Nobody was really allowed at my house um, because my house was known as the drug dealer house. My job was to check everybody's pulse in the mornings to make sure everybody's alive. A lot of my friends from high school came over, would shoot drugs. I was sober at that time. And uh, it was just, that just, that was the life. When we had a knock at the door, it was not company. It was a, it was a customer. And there was just men in and out of that house. So you could just imagine uh, I was young and there was just so many happenings there. And I, I taught, I would pray to God and I, I kept telling God, you know what, if I get out of here, if I make it out of here alive, you know, I'm going to choose something different. And you know what, Maggie, I did not. <laughs> I want to tell your listeners that I did it. But listen, for all you people out there that said you're going to choose different and you didn't, it's okay. 
because I, God is God of many chances. And he yes. gave me another chance. I end up getting engaged with a, a heroin addict myself. I end up getting into drugs and alcohol. But you know what? God's a God of many chances. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and he gave me another chance. And I got away from that man. I met my Marine that I've been married to for 36 years now. We got two beautiful girls, five grand, I say five grandkids, five grandkids, not 10. And uh, God is good. God is good. <laughs> um, I also left out, I was when I was by my uncle and aunt when I was a teenager, also molested by both of them when I was a baby. Um, just, but I'm telling you what, what God, <laughs> I told, I was on uh, live today and I, I told him today on John 8, 36, it says, uh, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And I'll tell you what, I couldn't be any more freer today than the day I was born. <laughs> I have so much joy and so much love for my Jesus. And uh, I know what he did for me. That's why mm -hmm. I'm on these platforms, because I know this. I just know it. I have spoke at many women's retreats and conferences and written books and did this and did that. And listen, I, I spoke to a lot of you and I know what he did for me. He did for you. And so yes. I'm out here to impart that vertical hope, you know, that God can uh -huh. lift you out of the pit and put your feet on that solid rock. Amen. And a, Amen. New, song in heart, and a new song in your heart. Amen. You guys see why I wanted to have her on the show is because I knew she would be fired up. <laughs> and I thank you for giving us a pretty, that's a pretty comprehensive, fast forward well, uh, testimony. I did it as fast as I could. <laughs> I totally get it. There are so many people that are out there that feel like they have been through things. So um, where it's just like the Lord can't change it. This is just the cards I've been dealt. And I'm, let me tell y'all, you ain't dealt no cards. Okay. Jesus took the cross. The freedom took place. You have mm -hmm. to receive it. You yes. have to go to him for your healing. I always say our sister Melissa was on here. I love her. Uh, she also has a powerful testimony. Yes. And, uh, I've been on her uh, hope report. It's awesome. Give my testimony. Yes. I'm just, wherever somebody asks me, there I am. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. She's been on my show. I've been on their show. Oh, I, yeah. I absolutely love the testimony. She's coming up so on fun. 20 years of sobriety. I'm coming up on 27 years. And you alluded to the fact that even though you said, I'm not going to be like that, you still found yourself going down that familiarity that, um, yeah. you know, I, and I, I know some of y'all out there are probably going, you know, well, you, everybody, we do have a choice and we have to choose today yeah. who we will serve. But we have sometimes spiritual forces coming against us, yeah, trying to pull us into that. And God is no respecter of person. What he's done for Michelle, he'll do for you. What he's done for yeah. Melissa, he'll do for you. And she says, yay to the shout out of the hope report. <laughs> Listen, you guys have got to check it out. You have got to go check it out. Subscribe to that because it's a great station. I love them. So much good stuff. Yes. Um, but, but yeah, so I'm so excited uh, to see the joy that just bubble ups out of you. And, yes. and that is a result y'all of rendering it to the Lord. Yes. And I think what happens sometimes is that we, we become uh, ashamed of our past yeah. and the guilt and the condemnation yeah. and all of that. And I know for many years, I did not want to share my testimony. Right. I did not because I was like, what will people think of me? Right. Uh, what, you know, what about this and what about that? Yeah. And it was the fear of man is what it was. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm so glad I got free from that because now <laughs> I don't care what anybody <laughs> thinks. Because it's not about what we've been through. It's right. about what he did. Woohoo! 
Story. H-I-S capital is story in our testimony. And, you know, we've heard the the, the sayings, you know, make a message out of our mess and a test and out of testimony out of our test and all of those things. But it's truly, truly true. So I want to encourage you guys to make sure that you check out Vertical Hope and you check out the <laughs> our sister over here, Melissa, uh, the, at the Hope Report. And um, and Tasha's on here, too. And Tasha's saying the fear of man is deadly to yes. godly purpose. Amen. Right. Amen. 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 Hart, I love her. She is from purpose, puzzled to purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So Look she it. gets it. it. She gets it. So, yes, yes. oh, my goodness. So yeah. I know recently, I mean, you're on a lot of different platforms and you mentioned that they're making a movie out of your story. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Horror like, story to glory story. Horror story to glory story. Amen. Amen. I tell people all the time, I've been working on my book for a long time, Michelle, and I would get stuck and I stop writing it. I'm like, is this supposed to be a screenplay? And then I'm like, Wait, no, it could be a mini series. And and they are considering that. Actually, that's on the table. So a six part mini series because to develop each character. I mean, I flew by that testimony, but there's so much I left out. Right. Yes. And so they can develop those characters uh, more if we do a mini series. So, you know, and back then when God told me it'd be a movie, I told my friend, I said, I don't understand. God told me it was going to be a movie when I wrote the book, ripened on the vine. Right. And uh, she said, Michelle, I mean, she's such a brilliant friend. She said, Michelle. You didn't know anything about uh, Netflix or miniseries 25 years ago when the Lord spoke that to you. And I'm like, no kidding. But God did. (laughs) Yes. There's a time and a season for everything Uh, under heaven. And it's still a movie. It'd just be a movie and series. So we are, uh, that is still on the table, what we're going to actually do with it. Miniseries or movie. But anyway, I I told him, I said, all I care about is uh, is reaching as many people as I can reach. And however that platform is, that's the one I want to go with. So that's exactly right. And, you know, we were talking before the broadcast, y'all, about the power of the platform. And it's not about us. It's not about us at all. It's about who can we reach today? that is having that struggle who is that person that's walking out of the abusive relationship or maybe still stuck in it and they hear the story of how michelle's mom continually and what it was is she was just a hurt woman trying to fill a void that only jesus could fill she was a great woman she was she was an awesome mom she's she ended up being my best friend the last 20 years of her life she was sober pretty sober we'll just say pretty sober and uh (laughs) but you know sober enough she wasn't doing heroin and uh she well she just, she struggled. She struggled with prescriptions. She struggled with, you know, drinking with her prescriptions. But, uh, so I don't want to make that sound like that's okay. She struggled, but I'll tell you what, we became best friends and she was a great woman who made some bad choices. And so those women out there that might see this later or listen to this later, I want you to know, don't let the devil come in and beat you up and just try to put on you a a mantle of disgrace and, and frustration and humility when, uh, because you've made some bad choices. It's okay. Yeah. You've made bad choices. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. I've made bad choices. Okay. Right. But I, doesn't mean I'm a bad person. I want women to stand up in their rightful armor and, yes. and let God heal them. And do you know, want to know how he healed me? Yes. Okay. Share. I want to tell you because I told him all this stuff that happened, but my favorite part, I haven't got to tell. And so go for me, it, girlfriend, go for let it. Me, let me just tell you how good my God is. Listen, when I first got saved and I have nothing against anybody that says this. So I just want to say that preface this whole talk about that. Okay. 
people would tell me, hey, Michelle, they'd hear a little bit of my testimony. My husband didn't even know my testimony until he read the book. I mean, he knew some, like bits and pieces, but he had no, he came downstairs. He was like crying. He's like, I had no idea, but this explains some things, you know. <laughs> right. and, uh, but anyway, the they would tell me whoever heard a little bit of my testimony, they said, well, you know what, Michelle, you need to forgive them so you can be set free. And I thought that makes perfect sense. I need to be set free. I need to forgive them. And so I went to God and I went uh, to my little bread table and I got my pen and paper out and I started writing down everybody that did anything that upon the Lord's request of me, not saying yes. that's what you need to do, just saying right. what God told me to do. Yes. yes. Sharing my journey. Okay. And so I wrote down everything and I said, I forgive them. By faith, I forgive them. Every morning I'd get up with that little list and I say, by faith. And I didn't feel it in the beginning. By faith, okay. I, I, just like we get saved, you know, we don't really feel anything too much different in that moment, most of us. And, but by faith, I said, I forgive them. And then one day I woke up and I'm like, whoa, I do forgive them. Yes, hallelujah. And, but the Lord showed me many years later, he said, Michelle, he showed me a battlefield. It was a little vision. And it, and it was this man that molested me when I was 11 at the uh, amusement park. And you just got to know, I had uh, had my uh, cycle early, uh, 11, and that was happening on that day. It was traumatizing beyond anything just because of so many different things were happening. And, um, and the Lord said, you know, I know, he said, on that battlefield, I know you will bring your mama off. I know you'll carry your mama because that battlefield's nothing but wounded people. And I know you would backpack her off there, you know, and I'm not surprised you showed me a battlefield. I'm married to a Marine. Right. And so um, he said, but what about the man that molested you? Would you get him off? Mm-hmm. And I was like, and it still makes me teary eyed. And I stopped and I was like, yeah, Lord. And he said this, he said, Michelle, sin is not selfish. It's selfless. And he said, and that's my son. And he said, when you've been told forgive so you can be set free, that's only part of forgiveness. The whole part of forgiveness is I want him free. Amen. And he said, so, and I mean, I'm crying. And in my mind, I'm literally carrying this man off the battlefield on my back. And I'm, I'm, I'm packing him out of there and I'm bawling. And I'm like, Lord, I love you more more than I want to hold on to any little bit of yes. forgiveness. And I'll tell you what, girl, that's when the freedom and uh, I mean, true joy of the Lord came over me like a tsunami. <laughs> I was just like, I was set free. I didn't even know how broken I was until God healed me completely. I mean, I've been healed some up to that point. But girl, one time I said yes to that, that I would pack him off the field and meant it. Like if I yes. see him in heaven, I want to hug him. And people like cringe. Why would you want to hug him? I'm like, because he's God's son. That's right. And I don't know. I don't think he woke up one day and said, I'm going to go molest 150 children. Yes. I'm going to go. I'm going to not. I'm going to travel around all these amusement. I think something must have happened. And even if nothing happened to him, Maggie, it doesn't matter. I still forgive him. No Amen. matter what. I don't need an excuse for him to forgive him. Amen. I need the love of the Lord in my heart. And to know that that's God's son and he loves him. And that's enough for me. Gosh, Michelle, you hit on something so incredibly important. You may or may not know this, but I, my master's is that I do biblical counseling and have for a long time. And when we can extend uh, and ask the Lord to forgive our offenders is where we really, there's where the rubber meets the road and they are created in God's image yes, regardless. And, you know, some people are like, you know, they'll take the scripture like, you know, it's like, 
leaping coals on their head and everything. And yeah, and everybody's going to give an account for every word, thought, and deed of you know unrepentant sin. But the reality is, is that when we have empathy and understand, you said something important. You said something probably happened to him. And uh-huh. so whenever I'm working with people, I'll tell them, you know, take it a step further. What did they do? Yeah. Who are they? What did they do? And maybe why did they do it? And if they if there isn't a why, it's okay, like you said, but we still choose to. And then we ask God, Lord, you heal them, restore them, put people into their path where they can also get the freedom and liberty that I'm experiencing as a result of the cross. Because he, he, you know, he'll do it for all of them. So that is so beautiful. I love he gave you that vision and that's so powerful. Yeah. yeah, And I shared it with my, you know, with my, uh, team uh it's unveiled studios out of vancouver canada it's um yeah i'm working with them and so uh daniel kuman is the director so i shared that vision with him but you know for the people that say well you know we should just hook you know pile coals on top of their head well listen study that out because that's actually a blessing (laughs) because uh, because coals was a source of fire and back in the day fire was life fire was life heat yes water (laughs) And so that scripture, I studied it out one day and I thought, well, why would we, why would we be telling to heat coals on people's head? That is just doesn't sound like Jesus. Right. But it, it was a blessing. In the yes. day, it was a blessing. Just yes. like Jesus says, you know, if a man was, you know, if he, you know, slaps your face, turn the other cheek, you know, it's, he's, Jesus works in opposites. And so why are we so yes. surprised when he says, yes, that's my son that molested you and I love him. And will you carry him off the battlefield? Because that's the opposite of what the world would do. That's right. The world would say, no, I'll leave him out on the battlefield and hope a, you know, a bomb blows up, you know, yes, but that's not God. That's not his way. And Yes, when we can truly release people unto the Lord and, and, you know, it takes it a step further. And I think that that's why you had such a powerful healing and such a powerful breakthrough because forgiveness is a key. It's one of the, the, it is like a master key. You know, Jesus (laughs) is the key, but, but he uses these spiritual principles and even the world, you know, I, I taught on this not too long ago at a conference, even the world knows that forgiveness changes things. According to Mayo Clinic, uh, you know, people, that's a lot of diseases are linked to unforgiveness. And they will say that in secular yeah. medical journals. Your bones. journals. Yeah, so. Dry up your bones. Yes. Yes. Bitterness. Think, about, yeah, think about the Ezekiel talking to those dry bones. I'm just wondering right. how many of those dry bones in that, in that valley were walking around and under forgiveness. That's probably so far out there. But anyway, it got me thinking. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, the Bible says that bitterness dries up the bones. And yeah, I had a powerful testimony with that because I, I am a survivor of cervical cancer. And, but after I had cancer, my mom was dying of cancer when I was diagnosed. And so I had a lot of fear and there was a lot of controversy about hormone replacement therapy and things like that. So I didn't do it. And I ended up with osteoporosis. And so the doctors, they had me on several different medications and trying to strengthen the bones while the others dry out and all that. But this is so powerful. The word of God is true. And if we would apply it to our lives and people might think it's crazy, but it is the truth. It is life. It is health. Everything you need is in there. 
And I went to the scripture and I was reading that scripture one day about bitterness, you know, drying up the bones. And I had some bitterness I had to deal with. And so I I tapered down off of the medicine. And a year later, when I went back for my bone density scan, instead of osteoporosis, I had osteopenia, which is pre-osteoporosis, which showed that my bones were getting better and I wasn't taking their pharmaceuticals. And so the doctor's like, (laughs) oh, the medicine's working. I said, yes, the word of God is working. Yes, yes, yes. They looked at me like I flew in off the moon, but it's true. It is true. It's true. My my daughter had curvature of the spine and it was at 37. And and when we got home from the doctor, she said, Mom, we're supposed to go back in a year. And she goes, Mom, can we pray? I said, Yes, we can. Laid hands on her. She went back and it moved from 37 to 29. And the doctor took three x-rays because he said this cannot be right and i said it can be right because you know you pray over and you believe it and god moved it and i mean i have story after story after story god is good y'all he is good i even when bad things happen god is good he is just good Amen. And he is, he has been so good about putting you out there. I know recently you were just added to Soul Wind TV as, as yes. well as you've already been on radio for a while and some yes. other networks and stuff like that. So tell the viewers how they can watch your shows. Well, they can, well, they can go to Abundant TV. They can, and these are all, I'm still kind of new at all. <laughs> so they can go to Abundant TV. They can go to Soul Wind TV. They can go to WACTVN and they can go to CTF TV. And, and any of those, I think, carry all of Vertical Hope shows. And then you can catch me on Christian Mix 106 um, every Wednesday and Friday mornings at 9 Nine o'clock, I believe it's nine o'clock. I don't know if Brian's gonna get me if I said that wrong, but uh, you can catch me there. Well, tune in at nine. I may come on at nine thirty. Anyway, she's so fun, y'all. She is yeah. so fun, and I encourage you to make sure that you go and check her out on any of those platforms yes. and and get her books because she yeah. was only able to share a snippet with us. And so, and they're available on your website. They're available. All my books are just put in Michelle with one L Davenport on Amazon and everything will come up. And I believe they're on my website as as well. But Amazon is going to get you there. Yes. Yes. Tell me the website real quick so I can share it with them. Yes. It's fbministries.com. F is in uh, Frank, B is in boy. Yep. Yep. It stands for Faith Builders Ministries. I love that. I love that. And I'm going to put it up here on the screen so you guys can screenshot it. Yes, that's it. I had to look at it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> check it out as well, because there's just a wealth of information on there, y'all. Listen, this is yeah. a, a powerful testimony of what God can do. And the yeah. joy of the Lord is our strength. And that is one thing yeah. that I love about you, Michelle, is you are always full of the joy of the Lord. And no it. one would ever know. And, you know, she's gone into prisons and places and shares her testimony. And so you cannot look at someone and and say, well, they don't know what I'm going through because you never know. Everybody's had a battle. Everybody's had a struggle. It's not about what you've been through. It's what he can do for you when we choose to go to the cross instead of going to our crutches, whether it be drugs, alcohol, money, uh, shopping, you name it. The list goes on and on. Yes. My goodness. If you could leave the audience with the key today, Michelle, and you've given us a bunch. Okay. (laughs) Just pick one. No, I got one. (laughs) I got one. And and the Lord gave me this like, oh, 15, 20 years ago. And listen, this is, I'm going to say, this is mostly going to be speaking to the people that have a, have a problem forgiving others, you know? Um, 
The time it takes for you to look for an excuse, y'all, is the only time the enemy needs to give you one. Okay, yeah. that's my key. The time it takes you to look for excuse, whether God's asking you to go do something, be obedient, walk out in faith and do, you know, start a new show, write a book, finish a book, write a screenplay, whatever he's asking. The time it, you know, it takes you to look for excuses, all the enemy needs to give you one. Okay. Cause he can give you, he can say, well, you know what? They didn't say sorry to me. Or you know what? Uh, what if he doesn't have any reason why he molested me? Well, who cares? I'm going to forgive right. him anyway. I'm going to forget. I don't need him to give me an excuse. Matter of fact, I don't even want an excuse because that doesn't really help me at all. It more helps him than me. You know, lets him feel better about it. Not me. I don't need it. So y'all don't be giving God excuses. Get out there and do what he says to do. You know, (laughs) so powerful. So true. You know, Jesus hung on that cross, bleeding out, bruised and, and for us. Yes. And yet he chose to forgive them. He didn't wait for them to say they were sorry. No, he didn't he wait. Not. No, he did not. That's yeah. right. He just said, "Forgive them. They know not what they do." And whether even if they are aware of what they're doing, it doesn't still change the fact that there's freedom and forgiveness. That's right. There's total freedom and forgiveness. Yes. I've never been so free. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's evident, Michelle. It is evident yeah. in your life. And I'm yeah. so glad that you were on here with us today. I want to thank you for being here. I know that uh, everybody is super busy these days and so yeah. forth. But I am encouraged. Yes. And I knew I would be. And listen, y'all, we were supposed to broadcast this morning at 10 a.m., but I had to move it to the afternoon because my body, you know, it was under a little bit of an attack. And Mm -hmm. I just blocked the one eight sexy X, Y, Z on the broadcast. So apparently we got some devils mad, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here blocking. We're having a block party. Yeah, I can't can't see anything over here. You can't see it because I have to put it up on the screen. But I'll see what's coming in the comments. That I have was, to set to protect the to protect the audience, but I've seen that come up. I was like, "Woo, we done got some devils mad." <laughs> I just got to, yeah, yeah. But that's okay, Michelle. I want to thank you for being here with thank us you. today. Thank you so much. I appreciate well, so you it. You guys check out her her shows, check mm-hmm. out her books, and go to the website, and mm-hmm. you will be blessed. We want to thank you for mm-hmm. taking the time to log in with us today. Yes. God bless you. We'll see you next God time. Bless you. Yes. Thank you so much. God Bye. bless. Bye bye. Bye bye.